Welcome to hour number three of Rosie on the House. It's the nine o'clock hour, our open line hour. Anything for you, the Arizona homeowner, to talk uh, about your house, home, castle, or cabin. If you're trying to get a project done in, out, around your home, we'll do our best to use all the resources available here at Rosie on the House to get you the best possible answer for your particular home and living situation to accomplish what you are trying to work on. Even if that means telling you you might be doing it wrong. We're not afraid to do that, but uh, we'll do it in a nice way. So you can jump on the line at one 767 4348 That's one rosie for you. During the broadcast, you can always text in to 411923. Or you can send emails to info at rosieonthehouse.com if you need uh, the aid of a picture or uh, an email text to... Uh, help articulate your question. We monitor all three of those in real time during the broadcast. During the week, we answer them as they come in one at a time. And topics like last Saturday where we have the APS rate case, uh, I guess that was two Saturdays ago. Uh, you know, that that one took us a couple days to get caught up on that one. Uh, last week, we had the the Ceramic Tile Association in. That was a good uh, topic. We had a lot of great suggestions following up on that, including doing one specifically on tile showers. That's a, a pretty hard one to get right because of the, the shower pan. Most of them are installed wrong, even by a lot of contractors that uh, are new to that part. So uh, I think I think we'll probably get them back in. But uh, uh, this hour, uh, next hour, <laughs> uh, this week, next hour is what I was trying to say, we will be covering home organization and storage. So uh, as we get into our open line hour here in calls and uh, cures are lining up, we're actually going to have a special interview a little bit later this hour too. We One of the features we have new here at Rosie on the House is our e-commerce store. We've talked about it on and off for a number of years and there was just uh, always bits and pieces and it was never a priority but uh, one of the popular segments we have as is product testing but so many of the products we do are unique or they're not in stores or they're trying to get in stores but they don't make enough volume that they could get them into an ace or for amazon to carry them or they don't want them on amazon because of the amount that uh, the 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 portion that amazon's cut to let you into their store you know they don't they're trying to keep their price competitive and profitable so sometimes that's not a good fit for them and they come to us and you know we've we've noticed for a long time there is an opportunity here and we're going to find a way to solve it and we're we're getting there i, I think we have it we have actually uh, three product partners now in our e-commerce store if you go to rosieonthehouse.com click find a trusted partner and uh, go to the e-store where we have them all listed right now. You can see them all there. We've got Franklin sensors. You've heard us talking about those in the past. It's a stud finder that has LED lights on it. So you put it on the wall, you hold the button down, and you move it, and the LED lights start to show up where the studs are. So if you've got uh, you know, studs that are doubled up behind the wall for whatever reason, you know, it'll highlight that double stud. Uh, if it's just one, it'll highlight that. So it allows you to find the exact center of the stud to sink your nail or whatever uh, your anchor point that you're trying to. Or uh, It'll let you, you know if you're going to use a stud, you may get to the wall and find the center point where you're going to hang this picture, you know, the, your taxidermy or whatever, and it's just drywall. So then that lets you know you've got to go find the proper drywall anchor 
to get your job done. So the Franklin sensors, there's two different styles. They've got the original 710 and then they've got a compact one. Uh, both of them work great. In fact, when we went to do the video for the product testing on a demonstration for this video, we couldn't find another stud finder because all of our foremen at Rosie Remodeling had tossed out their other ones. I thought surely we were going to have four or five different that we could show. Here's why we like this one and use it. Stan had tossed his other ones. Donnie tossed his other ones. I tossed mine. So it was it was pretty funny. But that just is a testament to how well that stud finder works. Uh, another one is Valley Forge. That was the first one we started with. We weren't going to start this without having uh, American-made American flags. That is one of the things that has just been a burr under my skin, a, a burr under my saddle, a crawl on my skin for years is the amount of uh, an American flag that doesn't say made in America on it. There's just something so horribly wrong with that. Uh, that was the first one we found, a Valley Forge out of Pennsylvania. Uh, they do have a textile plant out of South Carolina as well. And 100% American-made flag, and these are durable. They're sewn together. The ends are nice, and you can just feel when you pick it up. It's not a plastic, cheap uh, flag. This one will last you. And we also have an American-made Arizona flag as well. So it complements, you know, the, the colors and the dyes and the fabrics are the same. The sewing machine's the same. So all the patterns are the same. So that was uh, that was a lot of fun being able to, you know, here is a 100% American-made American flag and one for Arizona as well. And then we have Hex Armor, and they're the ones that are actually going to be in studio with us a little later this hour talking about their safety glasses. Now, I'll be up front. Uh, Hex Armor, the, the company itself is out of uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. But this particular line of safety glasses uh, is an American made. It actually comes from Germany. Uh, so there are, we try and stick. Our e-commerce products, we try to stick to American-made. Uh, Franklin sensors are American-made, but there's electronic components, and there's no electronic manufacturer in America. So some of those parts are are outsourced from overseas. And uh, in this case, the technology that they're using for these anti-fog lenses, which isn't a big deal in the Arizona market, but what it does for the lenses and the scratch-resistant, that's not something that currently is, uh, is manufactured in America. So we're we're about 80% american made and if we could stay above that uh, that is our our ultimate goal but it is still an american owned company this lens manufacturing process just comes out of germany but they'll be in to talk about their line of safety glasses i've been using them uh, in product testing just as everyday use sunglasses to see how long they'll last and how quick we can wear them out and i'm i think i'm at month number 5 now and really enjoyed uh, how light frame they are the the style the design is nice i i had a $200 pair of oakleys that I finally broke down and bought. I had wanted them since I was in high school. I bought them, I don't know, early 20s. I had them about a week. They were in a backpack that got stolen out of my truck, and I never, <laughs> I could never bring myself to spend that kind of money again on sunglasses. And these, uh, they don't look like it, but and these safety glasses, uh, they're, they're less than 15 bucks, and they're, they're durable and they work. So we've enjoyed partnering with Hex Armor. They'll be in to talk about their safety glasses and uh, the, their product lines coming up here a little bit later and then uh in our weekly newsletter that goes out on thursdays uh, if you're out and about right now and uh 
there's the Oral Valley Music Festival. Each week we highlight a different event going around, going on somewhere in the state. There's so much to do and see. And that's one thing that people that find Rosie on the house ask us like, well, what is there to do in Arizona? Man, if you don't have something to do, you're just not looking. And that was uh, what birthed the new community calendar. You can find it at rosieonthehouse.com. We, we put it on there with our website redesign. It'll be, it was two years in June. So, it's a feature uh, just a, a little over two years old. And uh, Oro Valley, if you're not familiar with Arizona, it is be north of Tucson. Uh, I think that's 79 on 79, yeah. 79, That'll if you stay on it, it'll bring you into, uh, into Florence and up to Queen Creek and Gold Canyon. And uh, really, really a very pretty back road to, to Arizona. It's a lot nicer drive than traveling i-10 between phoenix and tucson and it's the one i used to take when i lived on the other side of town but out in whitman now i do the old 85 down to eight and hit the phoenix bypass route and get drop into casa grand so i haven't done that one in a while but man it is a pretty drive and speaking of tucson we're there next week saba home show if you would like to attend we have free tickets they usually give us a stack of 100 we limit it to four per uh, household, just send us an email info at rosieonthehouse.com. Subject line Saba tickets inside. Put your name and how many tickets you want. They'll be on will call. Now, when you go to will call, you'll have to say Rosie on the House will call, and then they'll have a list of all of our homeowners there that have names. It won't be under your individual name, It'll be under Rosie on the House. But all you got to do is send us an email. We'll get you down there. Rosie and I'll be there. We'll be broadcasting live. Jennifer's actually going to be broadcasting and Prescott uh, for the first two hours of next Saturday for the 7 and 8 o'clock hour. And I'll be with Rosie in Tucson for the uh, 9 and 10 o'clock hour. The following week, get ready for this. Did you know Arizona has a taco festival featuring over 50 different restaurants that's uh coming up october 14th october 20th there's the lost lake festival and it's a a really unique event then there's the 2017 mesquite pancake breakfast did you know you can make pancakes out of ground up mesquite beans well come down to the pancake uh mesquite pancake breakfast the people that uh go down mill them grind them and make pancakes themselves they'll never go back to flour they say so that's uh one thing that we can do here we make uh use we talk about in our outdoor living hour our eight o'clock hour just a sustainability and urban farming and all the different things that uh that we can do here in the desert that uh, are unique to this beautiful great state of arizona so those events are more at rosieonthehouse.com just click on events or scroll down on the home page you'll see the calendar icon where we've got the next three events posted and you can click view more for guess what view more on the website last week actually this is the last day that we have the photo contest available rosie's 30th anniversary is coming up in 2018 we're putting together a home maintenance calendar and we have saved a spot for arizona homeowners and listeners of this broadcast to email their pictures of arizona landscape or wildlife all of them will be posted at rosieonthehouse.com calendar you can go there tomorrow and see them and start voting we'll take voting for the next two weeks and when that's done, we'll be notifying the winners. We'll get the requirements, you know, the size and the dimensions and the pixelation, whatever. So there's a print quality we've got to stick to. So we'll be following up after October 15th with our winners. If 
there have been some incredible pictures sent in. If you think you uh, yours can beat them or compete or uh, will get picked by this listening audience, send us an email at info at rosyonthehouse.com. Welcome back, y'all, to Rosie on the House. What are you trying to tell me through the window there, darling? Well, we had a sweet gal, Amber. She's a mama of four. Yes. And uh, she called last week and couldn't wait. Okay. And she was on earlier and couldn't wait. I imagine it's because she's busy with the four kids. Okay. But they've up, um, remodeled the upstairs, and they're yes. really happy with it. And now she's thinking she might be brave enough to try the kitchen remodel thing. Okay. And she was kind of wanting your advice on it on how to go about that without disrupting her family so much. She anticipated like a two-week gap of not having a sink. Would that be normal? Uh, well, you can work around reducing that window a little bit, but I mean, there will, there will definitely be some some disruption of the normal food processing <laughs> assembly line in any kitchen with a family of four if we're going to remodel it beginning to end, tear out and replace a lot of times, depending on what countertop she wants to go with, we'll go in there with the plywood and just set the the sink back in place so that she can use it while we're waiting for the slab to get. We have to make a template, then we have to take that template back to the shop, cut the slab, treat the edge, you know, set an installation date. And many times, that's a drag of two or three weeks. So, so I guess as a mom of four, you could think about cooking and freezing some meals and paper plates and just absolutely. And, and if you're not objectable, eating out, you know, yes. just different kind of things. Absolutely. A different way of living for a little while. It's a different way of living for just a little bitty while. You it always sure tell is. me it's kind of like you, you gain family members when you do remodel. You're doing a little counseling and <laughs> yeah, a lot sometimes of fa- some marriage counseling, a lot, family, of, mom counseling. lot of family counseling in the world of remodeling. That's, she did say it was stressful sure. doing the upstairs. So I think she's, she kind of knows that, but it sounds like she really wants to get it done. Well, they, uh, uh, psychology tests that they've run uh, homeowners through actually suggest that a kitchen remodel will put as much stress on you as the death of a loved one. Oh, my goodness. Is that? Well, so, no wonder you come home so tired sometimes. <laughs> well, well and, 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 a, and a big part of that is, quite frankly, people not picking the right contractor to get the job done. I mean, there's stress when everything goes perfectly right. And, you know, every once in a while, you stub your toe and things don't go right. It's how fast can you put it all back together and make it right, you know, and get back on track. So a, a job gone bad is, is a high, high anxiety. That's for sure. So I hope that helps her. So her. Her best value then is to find a good contractor. She go can to, give us a call for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, go to rosieonthehouse.com and there's a consumer alert there on how to shop for a remodeling contractor. Follow that guideline and I can almost all but guarantee you will get the right contractor for the work you want done. Um, so get that, 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 that consumer alert ought to just be at, at, at every plumbing store, every elect- lighting store, <laughs> every hardware store. It would eliminate a lot of the dilemmas we have to fight with all week long. So, all right, let's see if we can get to Bob. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Rosie. How are you doing today? Hey, man, really well. Super fantabulous. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Okay. Uh, I just bought this house the first of the year, and we're noticing... Uh, Condensation on the inside of the windows, so we went out and got some prices on new windows. Okay. Uh, prices are anywhere from ten thousand to fifty thousand. Yeah. Uh, 
most of them are selling uh, vinyl clad, and I know you don't like that. What's your suggestion? Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of the vinyl, and let me let me uh, have I got a little bit of time here? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, when vinyl first came out, you know, when the product, uh, it was an it was a, a significantly inferior product that would start scaling and peeling and fading very, very quickly. As a matter of fact, the vinyl in our ultraviolet exposure here in Arizona and our heat would actually start sagging. They called it the vinyl smile that, that, uh, that was sagging. Now, I know they've made improvements in the vinyl product. I know that Pella even makes a, a vinyl window, but it's, it's a vinyl wrapped around a steel skeleton. So the steel holds the support and the weight of the glass, and the vinyl is the decorative cladding on it. But I'm still not a fan of vinyl, in particular because Pella has come out with a comparable product or, or a price competitive product that uh, is far superior to vinyl, and it is fiberglass product, base product. It's called Impervia. And, Bob, if you're looking at getting a window package uh, quote for replacement, I'm telling everybody you're crazy if you don't get a quote for Pella Impervia. Romy's put a couple of them in at his house. Um, the fiberglass is much more dimensionally stable than the vinyl. And the, the vinyl, to be dimensionally stable, they have to build it out so big. I mean, it's like it, it, visually, to me, the vinyl windows are like just these big, clunky, ugly, oversized, framed they look, I don't know. I just don't think they're visually appealing at all. And this Impervia line is just a nice, sleek-looking little line. There's not too much frame there. Uh, and, and it is cost-competitive to a lot of the vinyl, a lot of the better vinyl products out there. So it's, I'm not surprised, Bob, that you're getting quotes. Uh, I hope you listeners heard what he said. He's getting quotes from $10,000 to $50,000. And those $50,000 windows are probably pretty cool. Or wood interior, yeah. metal clad. They may have built-in shutters and shade rolling inside. Yeah. But there's also, you know, at what point is it too much for your home? You know, that's not a window for every home by any means. But neither is a $10,000. You know, you, you've got to be able to put it in the quality uh, and property value equivalent to your home. Regular listeners have heard us talking about this concept of an e-commerce store as a way for us to connect the tools and the products that we're constantly testing out to our consumers if it's something that's viable and we feel will benefit you, the Arizona homeowner. You've all heard us talking about the Hex Armor gloves. You've heard us talking about the Coal Rush and the safety glasses. Well, today we've got a great opportunity to actually bring Hex Armor in studio with us. We've got Nick DeVries, in, who's a regional sales manager, along with Jordan Peer. Gentlemen, welcome to the broadcast. Thanks a lot, Romy. Thanks for having us in here. Thank you. Let's start at the beginning. Where did Hex Armor come out of? What What does the name mean? Where did it come from? What's What's the story behind the Hex Armor brand? Yeah, absolutely. So Hex Armor started uh, about 14-year-old company now, and we didn't start in hand safety at all. Uh, actually, the, the fabric that goes on the inside of a good majority of our gloves was used to go on the outside of sponges for washing dishes, uh, whatever whatever it may be. That's actually how Hex Armor got its start. And are these sponges that are on the market today that I would recognize? Not at all. Nope. Uh, the sponge game was a very, very short-lived thing uh, in the Hex Armor lifespan. 
And so, so basically what happened was, uh, like I said, very short lifespan. Uh, what happened was we had a, a waste recycling company reach out to us in our, in our short sponge life saying, uh, whatever, whatever your sponges are made out of, we're having a hard time getting uh, hypodermic needles to poke through it, which uh, if, you, if you know anything about the waste recycling world, uh, a lot of employees are sorting through this waste recycling. It's a belt going uh, a few miles an hour across, and they're just trying to pick out different product, whether it's plastics, papers, whatever it might be. Well, when this line's moving as fast as it is, uh, a hypodermic needle might be hiding underneath a, a plastic jug. So as they're picking up the jug, they have the risk of that hypodermic needle going into their hand. Um, these are all improperly disposed needles, so it could it could contain something that could be dangerous to the person who were to accidentally poke themselves with it. So the waste recycling company reached out to us, said, we've just been playing around, and whatever that material is made out of, uh, it's working out pretty well to stop the needle. So just like that, uh, flip of a switch, we went, went from, from sponges to gloves. Went from sponges <laughs> to gloves. Yep, we put that material on the inside of the sponge. And um, I mean, thanks thanks to that company. It was actually, uh, most most listeners would probably know it's Waste Management is the name of the waste recycling company. Um, they're the ones that really, really gave Hexarmor our start. We were able to help them out by saving injuries and they were able to help us out by getting us into the glove industry and away from sponges. Bring it down to the homeowners, your thorn armor is the one that we identified first because it's basically a cactus proof glove so you can go out and you can trim your cactus i tell you where we use it a lot is in our lime trees and our lemon trees lots of thorns in those we put those on when we're picking our produce mesquite tree trimming we've got we have mesquites we have palo verde we have uh the infamous uh texas ebony all of these just riddled with thorns and it makes that trimming job so much easier and convenient for us so during that 14 years period of time, you've expanded now outside of just gloves. You went from sponges to safety gloves, expanded your line of safety gloves. Well, now there's a couple other products that are available through Hex Armor. Next, uh, in particular, we'll talk about the safety glasses that y'all offer. Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> a little backstory on the safety glasses. Uh, we partnered with a company that is 90 years old, a German company, um, and they uh, they started off by making products for skiing um, over in Germany and uh, have transitioned into making safety products. And um, so if I was a German skier, I might be familiar with the name or is this a common name in the, the snow country? You'd be familiar with them uh, watching the Olympics and, and such like that. So um, we uh, that that company is uh, UVEX Winter Holdings and. Uh, there's a significant difference between UVEX Winter Holdings and UVEX by Honeywell. Um, okay, we can leave it at that and, and just go back to the specifics on the glasses. Okay. Not, well, this isn't the Honeywell UVEX. This is the skiing glass UVEX. Right. Yep. This is German-made German, German made, uh, UVEX Winter Holdings. They, uh, so they, they didn't have, uh, they didn't have legal rights to sell their products over into the Western Hemisphere. Um, they wanted to get back in the market, and you know, roughly three years ago, they started searching for a company and uh, came upon us. Hex Armor found us. We've effectively dated each other for uh, for you know a couple years, and then uh, this last October, we uh, we signed with them, and they uh, that those are our, that's our partner now for safety glasses. Well, until I y'all sent me a pair to test out, I really didn't have any 
emotional connection to a pair of safety glasses. They were a thick uh, wire. What do you call the side on the? Is that the arm? Sidearms. Sidearms. You know, it was a stiff plastic sidearm. They had the old traditional curl down hook. Uh, the glasses were a little curved, but they had a sharp, you know, almost ninety degree on the side to cover the sides of your eyes. And it was just something that I threw down, and when I was running the saw or needed them, I'd pick them up and put them on. But man, I will never not have the hex armor <laughs> when I need safety glasses. They're lightweight, they're flexible, they fit, they're clear. The one pair of sunglasses I ever bought was a $200 pair of Oakleys. It got stolen within six days, so I never bought another <laughs> pair of glasses again. I started wearing these tinted ones just to test out. I use them day to day as just general uh sunglasses while i'm commuting in the truck absolutely and uh you know speaking in terms of the the comfort and fit and all that we uh we kind of throw around this term i'll say we coined it effectively and that would be uh that would be wearability that's um you know like i said fit and comfort Uh, a lot of dual injection molding with soft and hard components and uh we do a lot more tests above and beyond what's required to make sure our glasses are clear like clear like you said and uh and they fit well so now these are the 250 300s these are the 300s now these are the mx 300s yes talk to me about this rubber brow band i'd never seen that before and the first time i put it on i thought i'm not sure i like that after about three minutes four minutes using it wearing it out in the heat i thought these are my glasses. <laughs> this is it. They have found me. We found each other. <laughs> so uh, this this brow guard is a uh, is an ejection molded piece that sits on top of the polycarbonate, and it is uh, it's used effectively to um, to reduce the gaps above your eyes, so you have a proper fit. So when you're doing things around your home or at work. Um, you know, you'll have less gaps for debris and dust to get into. So that's what uh, that comes into play. Maybe out in this uh, this scorching heat out here, you guys probably get a little sweaty, and it uh, kind of keeps the sweat from running on your eyes as well. It does. It's absolutely brilliant. And the tint. So there, every product line you have on the glasses have both a tinted and a clear. So the clear is very self-explanatory. But even though it's clear, it still has UV protection into it. Talk about the that technology. Yeah, so basically what it is, it's uh, polycarbonate lenses themselves. Uh, UVEX, like Jordan mentioned, UVEX actually stands for ultraviolet exclusion. And so the polycarbonate that we use, um, in order to pass any ANSI test, which in, if, you know, if you're in the workplace, you know what the ANSI Z87 rating is, uh, it does require you to reach a certain level of UV protection with polycarbonate, whether it's a clear lens or whether it's a shaded sunglass style lens. Um, and the cool part with our eyewear is whether it's clear, whether it's gray, uh, we even have some yellow lenses uh, for low light situations. No matter the color of the lens, you're going to be protected against 100% of the UV rays. And then the tinted ones are about 23%. What is the correct terminology? 23% blackout, 23% light transmission. Yep. You're you're effect you're re- reducing the light by twenty three percent. You are allowing twenty three percent of the light 
to come through the lens. Okay. We also offer a 53% and a 12%. So, you know, the 12%, that's going to be a, a darker lens, only going to let 12% of that light through. That's dark. <laughs> that, yes. I like, I like these on the 23% because when you're working on a home and you're going inside and outside – there's applications where you need the glasses on. If you're doing trim carpentry, you're using pneumatic nailers. Maybe you're doing demolition, and you're bringing tools in, tools out, materials in, material out. You're not walking into a home, and you can still see with that light frequency. It's not like you're walking in and you got to take your glasses off now and see what you're doing or, or switch to a clear set. You can work in a, a not perfectly lit area and still be completely functional. Yeah, and a lot of that goes back to what Jordan was saying with wearability. Uh, if you take your if you take your safety glasses off, at that point you're exposed to injuries. So being able to produce a um, not only a comfort that you can wear at all time, but a lens, uh, a shade lens that you can wear at all time. You know, it's dark enough that when you're outside, you're not squinting so bad from the sunlight. But then you can also go inside and still wear them because it's not so dark that you can't see when you're indoors. So that's all part of the the wearability concept is being able to provide eyewear that you can wear at all time that you never have to take off. So that way you're always protected while wearing them. We appreciate Hex Armor and what y'all bring to the consumer world, and we're happy to have those available at our e-commerce store. Thanks for the invite here, Romy. In addition to wearability, there are affordability as well. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's um, when it comes to safety equipment in general, it's – it's it's a very important to keep the the price point low, just because if you were to make them as expensive as what you had mentioned earlier, the two hundred dollar pair that you lost within six days, well, there's construction jobs out there that have two hundred fifty, three hundred, four hundred people on them. To equip every single one of those people, uh, that that's just not possible to be able to do that on the company's budget that they're going to be building. So, um, it's very important to keep price point in mind. Um, but because they are so comfortable, they're they're easy to wear while you're driving driving your vehicle down the road too, uh, and just treat them like regular like regular sunglasses. Like I said, uh, these these three hundreds are my personal favorite, and if these got stolen, you know, like I said, I never bought another pair of Oakley because I wasn't about to spend another two hundred bucks. I'd I'd buy another fourteen dollar pair of these three hundreds any day of the week. We haven't even talked about the coatings on the lenses. Yeah, that's a that's a cool part too. Um, teaming with a company that's been making eyewear for ninety years, we essentially got to hop onto ninety years worth of experience um, and a ninety years worth of engineering. If you guys know anything about German engineering, uh, they're very very precise about every detail they put into it. The cool part with the, the lenses that we have to offer as well uh, is the lenses are going to be anti fog resistant on the inside and anti scratch resistant on the outside. Uh, Anti-fog maybe in Arizona not as not as much needed just because it is much drier out here. Uh, being from Michigan, being Jordan and I both from Michigan, fogging sunglasses, fogging safety glasses, both uh, huge issues out there with 65 to 85 percent humidity pretty much year round, um, and so your body heat causes the fogging. So um, it is it is an aspect where we're able to help out countrywide. Maybe the anti-fog not so much down here in Arizona, but the anti-scratch coating is on the outside of the lens. Um, that's particularly going to be important just because dirt, dust, debris comes 
from the outside and it's going to hit the outside of your safety glasses. So when you're washing them off, either with a lens wipe or with your shirt, however you wash off your safety glasses, that's where the scratching uh, could be a higher risk. Or if you drop your safety glasses onto the ground, um, maybe you accidentally misplace them and they're just resting on the outside lens. That's where that anti-scratch on the outside is going to come into play because it's going to make the safety glasses last, you know, three, four or five times as long as what they would have regularly. The safety glasses I threw away, I actually had to start wearing them slightly tilted down because the scratch point on the right side, it kind of was right in the way of, of where I could see down my saw line. So I'd have to finagle it to make sure I'm, I'm on my mark as I'm cutting <laughs> lumber. So Yeah. And that's, uh, I mean, that's extremely important to take into effect when you, when you think about the uh, individuals who are wearing the eyewear for six to 10 hours a day straight. I don't wear I don't wear uh, prescription lenses at all. And if you ever put on a prescription lens when you regularly don't, your eyes are constantly trying to adjust what they're not used to. Well, same thing if you have scratches on the outside of your lenses. Your eyes are trying to adjust all day, leaving you at the end of the day with a huge migraine. And for people with prescription glasses, this can still apply to them. Not that there's any prescription in these, but you have ones that are designed to fit over prescription glasses. Yep, correct. Uh, just because prescription glasses, they might they might be able to help against dirt, dust, and brewery uh, from coming straight into your eye, but any high impact would still be able to go through a prescription glass. Back to the polycarbonate lens, not only does it block against UV rays, it also has a very, very strong um, impact resistance where it has to go through different impact resistant testing to make sure that if it takes... Uh, for, for instance, the actual test is a six millimeter ball bearing and it has to hit the lens at 102 miles an hour without the lens breaking. And so something like a prescription lens would end up shattering the glass, um, also allowing glass to protrude into your eye where polycarbonate is going to protect all of that from happening. So yes, we do have an over the glass option as well that you could wear over top of your prescription glasses to have that impact resistance. Well, if anything ever hits your eye going on over 102 miles an hour, you have a lot bigger problems with your <laughs> eye. <laughs> so they're protected on anything that could come in into play there. Yeah, so these are, I mean, these are just a few of the different products that Hexamer does have available. We have a, a huge line of gloves. Uh, talking with our COO a couple, couple of weeks ago, he says that we probably have 75 different style of gloves. 73 of them are because... Uh, some kind of industry requested them, and the other two because he thought they were cool. And uh, <laughs> those are important. Yeah, those those <laughs> are important. For the COO. <laughs> yes, definitely. So we've got we've got a wide range of gloves, uh, glasses, cooling products. Um, you know, we do have a few different a uh, few different areas where you'd be able to get them in Arizona. Most of our partners here in Arizona are very industry focused, whether it be on the mining, construction, waste recycling. But yes, our our product is available uh, through. Rosie on the House e-commerce site, which is very cool. It's a, it's a good opportunity for the do-it-yourself, working at the house, working at the shop after hours, whoever it might be who are just getting their own personal protective equipment. The e-commerce site that Rosie on the House has there offers a, a good variety of the Hexheimer products that are designed for the do-it-yourselfers. And the only thing there in that e-commerce store are tools we've tried, tested, and find value to the Arizona homeowner. So if you see it on the e-commerce store, know that we've tested it, we've tried it, we've approved of it, and we think that there, if you have a need for a body cooling product, if you have a need for gloves, if you have a need for safety glasses, these are our 
hand-picked selections that uh, we're proud to partner with a fulfillment warehouse. We have one in Phoenix, one in Tucson. Orders are fulfilled the same day if they're done by three o'clock. If not, next day, they're sent out and they're within your doorstep within 48 hours. So we appreciate Hex Armor and what y'all bring to the consumer world. And we're happy to have those available at our e-commerce store. Thanks for the invite here, Romy. Nick, Jordan, thank you. Thank you.